I had wanted to see Veiled Christ or Cristo Velato since I was 16 years old. I have made the pilgrimage. I have seen the sculpture, which is generally considered to be the world's greatest. As time passed before my visit, lots of time, um, I became increasingly interested in Capella San Severo, the building, now museum, in which the work is housed. The structure was completed in the late 1600s. It was a family chapel, then a family burial chapel, and has passed through other incarnations on the road to its current status as a museum, okay? I expected something a little more like Notre Dame. Well, <laughs> quite a bit more like that. I imagined that the chapel would be the focal point of a public square, okay? I guess is what I mean. It's not like that at all. It's in a maze of streets, not too far off Via Toledo. If you didn't know it was there, okay, you wouldn't think you were approaching anything special. Well, particularly special anyway. Naples is awesome. You will ultimately find yourself amidst <laughs> graffiti-covered walls of several buildings looking at a, uh, you know, I'm honestly not sure if it's a very dark green or black double door. Uh, but it's the most impressive door on the street. The chapel is filled with numerous works of art, okay, including the ceiling and floor. Some of these are masterpieces. Cristo Velato is not the only masterpiece on display, but it is the focal point and the piece with which we will begin. Cristo Velato was sculpted by Giuseppe San Martino in 1753, so it is a particularly revered piece, but not a particularly old piece as far as art goes, right? It's made of marble. I personally did not get the biggest bang out of the face, but I was blown away by every other aspect of the piece, and I include among those aspects the placement of the piece. Okay, the people who designed this room were not puttering around, all right? And back to the sculpture itself, the lace work on the veil was everything I had always expected and more, okay? It looked like, if, it, looked like it would move if I blew on it, all right? I just stared at it and into it. How does an artist get that in one take? Practice, 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 I guess. The folds and ripples of the veil perform tricks of shadow and light, almost seeming to move, but in both the literal and figurative senses, the figure is not breathing. There's something uncomfortable about the pillows and the placement of the body upon them. I suspect San Martino wanted us to be a little bit physically uncomfortable, and if he did, clever boy. All right. To go back for a moment to the face, um, I want to explain a little further. To be honest, which I must, I think the face looks better in pictures. Okay? But the way the veil wraps it and drapes over the body is absolutely cosmic. 
<clears throat> something kept distracting me. My brain was trying to figure out something which I had not yet consciously detected. Okay, when I started paying attention, I realized that there was something I really liked about the statue, but which seemed wrong. Or, or rather, something seemed too ripe for comfort, is another way to say it, I suppose. I couldn't hang around forever, right? But it finally occurred to me. The statue seemed to have totally realistic proportions and dimensions. Like, it couldn't... I, I'm going to say it, it's, it's like it could have been any average guy, all right? It didn't seem exaggerated. Now, this caused me to have an array of feelings, including... That could be me or most guys I know. It's hard to explain. If I'm not articulating it well, please accept my apology. I hope you get to go feel it for yourself. I had actually forgotten about the tools of the crucifixion and the crown of thorns, which are included as part of the work. They took me by surprise and startled me a little bit. The crown did seem a bit out of proportion, but it emanated a stark and fearful beauty. Potent. Through the veil, of course, we see the wounds. For all the world, it looks like the veil is sinking into them. Visitors know that they're looking at a victim of torture. Okay. At moments, I experienced an eerie morgue-like feeling in the statue's presence, and at times a real sadness. But there was just an overall captivation with the art and the fashion in which it was displayed. I love the character, but almost hate to invoke him here. Ah, ah but I'm going to do it. The statue looks like something which Indiana Jones would find. Okay, it is placed and lit perfectly. Expect a little bit of jostling about. If you've been to other museums or toured Europe before, you're, you're probably quite accustomed to it, honestly. The next piece, which I will cover, is Il Disingiano. You can interpret this as disillusion or release from deception, okay? This piece was sculpted in the 18th century as well by Francesco Querolo. This is another marble piece featuring an angel pulling a net off of a man, a net sculpted out of marble, a single piece of marble. Pretty amazing, right? But okay, there's more. <laughs> the angel is standing on a globe and bears upon its head a flame representing human intellect. The net, as you might imagine, represents sin. The angel has presented the man with a Bible. And I'm not trying to push any religious agenda here, okay? The piece is about what it's about. A sea of time went into crafting this piece. The net took up seven years, okay? I don't want to give everything away, so I will state that the Bible is open and that there is also a large tablet involved in the piece absolutely captivating. The piece is very well preserved. Look at the knots! 
Look at the knots in the net. It's marble. The ceiling of the chapel is covered in a glorious mural, which smacks unabashedly of Freemasonry, okay? It truly is a feast for the eyes. I found that it seemed to be simultaneously beckoning and heralding. The original floor was designed in a three-dimensional uh, labyrinthine pattern. It must have been quite, quite wild to see. The floor has been resurfaced, but sections of the original tile are on display. Okay. If you have children with you, or anyone who is easily upset by gore, you may wish to avoid going downstairs. All right. I don't want to ruin the surprise. I will just say search San Severo anatomical machines and decide for yourself. Now, the downstairs area is where the gift shop is, so I feel a responsibility to tell you that as well. You should go see these things before something happens. Vesuvius, you know. You can order and print tickets in advance online. This includes skip-the-line tickets. Museo Capella San Severo. Cristo Verato. Idesenjano. Ciao.